Concerned about global warming and the urgent need to act now to protect human lives and the lives of all beings, members of the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association in Thailand and Alak, Vietnam, organized another climate change conference entitled Solutions for a Beautiful Planet. During the conference, distinguished guests and dignitaries from different parts of the world expressed their support for the meat-free diet as the single most effective solution to stop methane emissions and curb global warming. Held on August 15th at Sukhothai Tamatirat Open University in Nantaburi, Thailand, over 2,500 guests attended the conference. Among the scores of distinguished guests and ambassadors who attended were Dr. Art Ong Junsai Na Ayutea, member of the Thai Parliament, former NASA scientist, Mr. Inu Susuan, Senior Executive Vice President of the Bank of Agriculture and Agriculture Cooperatives, Professor Dawan Wiwatanate, Ph.D., Deputy Director, Energy Research Institute, Chulalongkong University. Sir Valelo Gardner Kwapile, Counselor of the Embassy of the Republic of South Africa. Sir Howell Howard, Regional Environment of the Economic Section of the Embassy of the United States of America. Sir Nikolai N. Pomoshninov, Minister Counselor of Embassy of Russia. And Sir Stepan N. Golovin, Representative of Embassy of Russia. Dr. Win Ta Nyan, Ph.D., specializing in energy studies at Paris University in France. Dr. Win Tae Min Kyu, Ph.D., M.D., Chairwoman of Food and Nutrition Association. And Dr. No Duk Vong, Ph.D., Environmentalist. Invited as guest of honor, Supreme Master Qinghai graciously attended via live video conference to answer questions from the audience. In light of the scientific evidence stressing the grave state of our planet caused by climate change and the urgent need for immediate action, Supreme Master Qinghai affirms the important message she has been delivering for over the past two decades. We must be organic vegetarian or vegan, meaning an animal-free diet. We now invite you to join us for the video conference on climate change with Supreme Master Qinghai entitled Solutions for a Beautiful Planet held on August 15th, 2009 in Nantaburi, Thailand. We are the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association. I'm from Canada, and this handsome brother is from Bangkok. สวัสดีครับท่านผู้มีเกียรติทุกท่านพวกเราคือสมาชิกสมาคมอนุตราจารย์ชิงไห่นานาชาติสาวสวยที่ยืนข้างผมมาจากแคนาดาและผมเองม
Thank you, Thai dancer, for a splendid opening number. This performance group is called Champu Pantip Rajasvinit Mathiong. This very talented young performance range in age between 14 and 17. There are 41 Thai instruments and 26 dancers. That was so awesome. Our heartfelt gratefulness to Supreme Master Ching Hai, our beloved master, for her compassionate acceptance to join today's conference as our special guest of honor and for allowing us to hold this conference in order to awaken the entire world's population to quickly take action and save our beautiful planet. As you all know, we are living in a world of turmoil. We see it on the television all the time with an ever-increasing number of natural disasters. According to a recent World Bank report, the five greatest climate change-triggered catastrophes to humans are droughts, floods, hurricanes, rising sea levels, and damaged crops. These disasters are happening all around the world. All countries are being affected. One of the main consequences of global warming crisis is rising sea levels, which have occurred more and more rapidly than the scientists predicted. Both the Arctic and Antarctic ice caps are melting, so are the Greenland ice sheets. Therefore, unless we stop global warming, the rising sea levels could be devastating. This really is a problem of global magnitude. In recent years, Bangkok is among 13 of the 20 largest cities in the world at risk from rising sea level. Some areas in Bangkok are under sea level, and the highest point is only 3.5 to 5 feet, or 1 to 1.5 meters above sea level. Bangkok is gradually going under at a rate of 4 inches or 10 centimeters a year. Natural disasters, which came simultaneously and continuously, have caused enormous economic and social damage to this country and seriously affected people's lives and activities. In addition to endless worries about natural disasters, pandemic diseases are also a problem that people in Thailand and the world are greatly concerned about. You will all remember how shocked we were by the SARS or H5N1 pandemic. Remember that? Yeah, everybody got scared. And now we face the swine flu or H1N1, which comes with an increasing number of deaths. The number of cases of people infected increases daily, and Thailand and all the world is rightly on constant alert. Obviously, Olak is also affected when sea levels rise. 35% of the population, as I understand it, will be in great danger if the sea levels rise by five meters, just five meters. Typhoons with accompanying flooding have continuously taken place during these recent years, which is a direct result of worsening global warming. But let's move to the Philippines for a moment. On February the 7th, 2006, there was a terrible mudslide in the Philippines, which engulfed more than 350 houses and a Class II school, burying over 1,100 people and wiping out a small village in Gwen Saigon. 
The Supreme Master Xinhai International Association is holding urgent climate change conference around the world. Today's conference here in Thailand is a meeting place for discussing the most effective solutions to combat aforementioned challenges. Once again, thanks so much for being here with us today. Now, of course, we have all of these challenges, but we are ever positive that we can turn these problems around. Do you all remember the greeting President Obama during his election campaign? Who remembers? Yeah, yes, we can. So remember, he said that all the way through. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. So, do you think we can solve some of the challenges if we put our brilliant minds together? Awesome. Then, whenever we think about global warming, the the climate crisis, and we wish to believe that we can overcome them for a better world, we're simply going to say, "Thank you very much." That's awesome. Right. Yeah. The program coordinators would like to share a few words with you. So let's welcome them to the stage. Sawati Krab. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association, we would like to welcome all of you to this wonderful event, the Climate Change Conference: Solutions for a Beautiful Planet. ยินดีต้อนรับทุกท่านสุภาพสตรีและสุภาพบุรุษทุกท่านในนามของสมาคมอนุตราจารย์ชิงไห่นานาชาติเราขอเราขอต้อนรับทุกท่านเข้าสู่งานสัมมนาภูมิภาคที่เปลี่ยนแปลงทางออกเพื่อโลกที่สวยงาม First to our beloved master, we are so grateful to you for being the endless source of our inspiration. Without you, this event would not be possible. We love you very much. อันดับแรกเราอยากจะขอขอบคุณท่านอาจารย์ที่รักที่ที่ได้เป็นแรงบันดาลใจไม่รู้จบถ้าไม่มีท่านงานนี้งานในวันนี้อาจเกิดขึ้นไม่ได้เรารักท่านอาจารย์มากเลยค่ะ Our sincere appreciation to the local Thai government, the president of Sukhothai Thammasat Open University, Associate Professor Dr. Prani. Sankatwad, and also Dr. Ladawan Na Radong, for your generosity in granting us the use of this wonderful facility. We ขอขอบคุณอย่างอย่างจริงใจรัฐบาลไทยอธิวิการบดีของมหาวิทยาลัยสุโขทัยธรรมธิราชรองศาสตราจารย์ดรปราณีสังขทวัตและรองศาสต
สำหรับการแบ่งปันความรู้การสนับสนุนและสละเวลาอันมีค่าของท่านเราเรารู้สึกยินดีกับความกล้าหาญในการเป็นกระบอกเสียงให้กับดาวเคราะห์อันล้ำค่าของเรา We thank our distinguished guests for their presence and for sharing their valuable time. As leaders in your respective communities, your support will surely lead to a positive change. We thank our distinguished guests for their presence and for sharing their valuable time. As leaders in your respective communities, your support will surely lead to a positive change. We would like to express our sincere gratitude to our brothers and sisters from all over the world, but especially those from here in Thailand and those from Alak or Vietnam, who have spent a tremendous amount of time and energy to make this event successful. เราอยากที่จะแสดงการขอบคุณอย่างจริงใจต่อเพื่อนบันเพนของเราจากทั่วโลกโดยเฉพาะผู้ที่มาจากประเทศไทยและประเทศอลักผู้ที่ให้ได้ใช้พลังงานและเวลาอันมีค่ามากมายเพื่อให้งานในวันนี้ประสบความสำเร็จ Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special program prepared just for you. We sincerely hope that you'll be inspired by the following presentation and become a shining example for your local communities. So that perhaps we can create a heaven on earth. ท่านสุภาพสตรีและสุภาพบุรุษเรามีรายการพิเศษเตรียมไว้เพื่อท่านโดยเฉพาะเราหวังเป็นอย่างยิ่งว่าท่านจะได้รับแรงบันดาลใจจากการนำเสนอต่อไปนี้และเป็นตัวอย่างที่สว่างใสให้กับชุมชนในพื้นที่ของท่านเพื่อว่าบางทีเราอาจสร้างสวรรค์บนโลกให้เป็นจริงได้ Thank you ขอบคุณค่ะ Our sincere thanks for your welcoming words. Present in this magnificent conference hall today are many participants of our climate change conference, and we are greatly honored to welcome. These distinguished guests, representatives of Royal Thailand, and distinguished guests from Olak, and we are especially very privileged to greet Supreme Master Ching Hai, for she is an outstanding spiritual teacher, humanitarian, and talented artist, joining us today through live broadcast television. Chances are many of you already have her pieces of artwork in your homes. She's quite prolific. Supreme Master Ching Hai will share with us her profound insights and research regarding global warming, and at the same time, she will be responding to questions from the audience in the questions and answers session. We hope that today's conference will inspire you, as well as every Earth citizen, to quickly take action for this beautiful planet. As you will hear, the situation is very serious. And maybe that's why you're here. You know that we're running out of time. According to Dr. James Hansen, the chief climatologist at NASA in the U.S., he tells us, along with Supreme Master Ching Hai, that we have less than three and a half years before that dangerous uh, tipping point. 
That's three and a half years. That's not a lot of time. We invite all of you to take more action with us now. Let us honor and introduce to you our distinguished guests, some of whom have graciously offered to share their expertise with us today. First one, Dr. Ad Ong Chum Sai, Ayutthaya, a member of Thai Parliament, former NASA scientist. <laughs> Mr. Ennu Sisuan, Senior Executive Vice President of the Bank of Agriculture and Agriculture Collaboratives. <laughs> Professor Dawan Vivatanadev, PhD, Deputy Director, Energy Research Institute, Chulalongkorn University. Professor Banmanas Siri Sombun, she's lecturer uh, in agricultural technology. <laughs> Dr. Siwat Pon Piachan, Department of Environmental Management, he's a lecturer, Prince of Songkla University. <laughs> Sir Valello Gardner Kwapil, Counselor of the Embassy of the Republic of South Africa. Sir Howell Howard, Regional Environment of the Economic Section of the Embassy of the United States of America. Perfect, thank you. Sir Nikolai N. Pomashninov, Minister, Councillor of Embassy of Russia. And Sir Stepan N. Golvin, Representative of Embassy of Russia. Dr. Wing Toyang, PhD, specializing in energy studies at Paris University in France. <laughs> Dr. Wing Tai Mangel, PhD, MD Chairwoman of Food and Nutrition Association. <laughs> and Dr. Ngo Ding Wang, PhD. These distinguished guests whom we have just introduced are among many other distinguished guests who are with us here today. Please join us in welcoming all of our distinguished guests with a warm Thai applause. We are very pleased to announce to you that uh, today's program is a very meaningful event and therefore is being broadcast live on Supreme Master Television, a free-to-air television channel broadcasting 24-7 on 14 satellite platforms covering six continents, 11 cable television channels, 18 websites, 18 websites, and is also a live broadcast on www.suprememastertv.com. You can always rely on Supreme Master Television for the truth about the climate crisis. So we encourage you to go there every single day to see the updates of what's really happening with the climate crisis and for the latest information. In addition to guests who are present today conference, we are also honored to have received heartfelt congratulations to Supreme Master Xinghai from guests around the world who have expressed their profound concerns about climate change, which is uh, daily threatening the survival of world population. Here are just a few of unfortunate effects of climate change and how choices have created difficulties worldwide. There are many, 
many effects, and we're just going to name a few. According to the World Health Organization, 29,500 children die every single day from starvation. They don't have enough food. How many of you in the room have children? Our children, your children, or, or our grandchildren could be next. We don't know what's happening with global warming. It's just running so quickly. Our children deserve to live too. So how many of these children do we want to have die? Well, the answer is zero. And we invite you to work with us to consider reducing that number from 29,500 children dying daily. You multiply that by 365 days of the year by several years. That's a huge number. We should not be seeing that happen. Second indication is that one billion people are starving every single year. Now, we have 6.6, 6.7 billion people in the world today. One-sixth of them are starving. Again, they have no food. What's the answer? What's the number that we want? We want zero, right? That's what we want to work towards. A third indication is that we are losing up to 270 species of plants, animals, and birds every single day. 270 because of global warming. In Canada, for example, some of the little birds and creatures that I used to see as a child are no more. They simply don't exist. And did you know that we have lost 90% of our large sea creatures, such as whales? The oceans are dying. We have 400 dead zones now where nothing lives. This is due to fertilizers runoff, largely of livestock, contributing to the lack of oxygen which is necessary to support life. The ice caps are melting faster than we have expected. The Arctic ice cap is projected to be melted by the summer of 2012. Huge chunks of ice from the Antarctic ice cap are falling away, and Greenland is melting very quickly as well. Due to rising sea levels, 18 islands have completely submerged beneath the sea with more than 40 other lands nation at risk. Did you know this? This could be you and me next. And speaking of water, we are experiencing water shortages in many places. In North America, we get most of our fruits and vegetables from Florida and from California. And both of these states are experiencing great, great water shortages. And so Supreme Master Ching Hai is inviting us to grow our own vegetables. And aquifers under the major cities of Beijing and Delhi and Bangkok, right here in your own city, are drying up. So your water resources are also drying up. These are very, very serious issues. We wish for every child in the world to live in a safe world, where there is an abundance of water, but there is an abundance of food, so they don't have to die, and live in a world where we can make our decisions in harmony. Our children need a planet in which to live. It really is worth gathering together and working together to save this planet just for our children alone. And so we are here to invite all of you to collaborate even more. 
I know many of you are doing great things. I know it. We know it. And we thank you for that. But we invite you now to collaborate even more because remember, we only have less than three and a half years to do this. But can we solve these very serious issues? Yes, we can. Please welcome our first guest speaker via video, who is Mr. Hong Chi, legislator from Formosa. 全球各位观众，大家好，我是中华民国的立法委员林鸿慈。今天非常高兴透过视讯会议来参加这一场的研讨会。那今天这场研讨会真是深具意义，因为大家都了解，那么地球暖化的程度越来越深，民众受到的
呃，我们台湾很多政府的官员，平常能够吃素都尽量吃素，而且他们也不断在推动，希望大家都能够多素食、少吃肉，一方面对抗地球暖化，一方面也让大家拥有一个健康的身体。希望未来我们大家共同来努力，推动素食抗暖化，让我们的地球，哎，未来能够更清新。让我们全人类都能够生活的更美满。祝今天整体的视讯会议能够圆满顺利成功，谢谢。Please welcome our next guest speaker via video, who is Dr. Nick Wilson, public health physician at the University of Otago, Wellington, New Zealand. Greetings to all at the Solutions for a This beautiful planet conference、uh, in Thailand. My name is Dr. Nick Wilson. I'm a public health physician, and I work at the University of Otago in Wellington, New Zealand. One of my areas of、uh, research interest is on the effects of、uh, climate change and how we can achieve win-win solutions with addressing climate change and also benefiting public health at the same time. I've looked at the evidence around、uh, climate change and greenhouse gases and、uh, dietary patterns, and the evidence is very convincing that、uh, typical Western dietary patterns are an important cause of greenhouse gases. Therefore, part of the solution is for people to shift to vegetarian diets, and this will reduce the level of、uh, methane and also CO2、uh, that's emitted, and these are important causes of climate change. Another advantage is that、uh, the environmental damage from current animal agribusiness will also be reduced if people switch to vegetarian diets. And vegetarian diets also have important health benefits in terms of preventing heart disease and various types of cancers. Thank you, Doctor. Please welcome our next guest speakers via video, who is Katrina Bix from the New Zealand. His vegetarian association. Master Ching Hai and attendees of the Solutions for a Beautiful Planet conference. Hello and thank you for the opportunity to talk to you. My name is Katrina Biggs, and I am speaking on behalf of the New Zealand Vegetarian Society as the Auckland media representative. In New Zealand, animal farming is a large part of our economy. And heavy meat and dairy consumption is entrenched in our culture. The New Zealand Vegetarian Society recognises that the continuation of these things is becoming increasingly destructive to our planet. One of our roles as a vegetarian society is to educate people about the contribution each individual can make to counteract this by taking up a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. We also participate in network with animal welfare and environmental groups. United, we can help greater numbers of people move away from the reliance on animal products and encourage better health and economic growth in more sustainable ways. Vegetarianism and veganism are major steps that can be taken to keep our planet beautiful and alive. Thank you. Isn't it exciting to hear what people around the world are doing? Isn't that wonderful? Wow! Please welcome our next guest speaker via video, who is Professor 
I.R. Prasato Satwiko, MBSc, PhD, from Indonesia. Hi, my name is Prasasto Satwiko. I'm professor in architecture and building sciences. Currently, I work for the Atmajaya Yogyakarta University. At this beautiful moment, I would like to say congratulations for the International SOS Global Warming Seminar. These seminars, I think, has a very, very important topics, which is there is a solution for a beautiful planet. I would like to explain a bit more about why I'm interested in this seminar's topic. In my opinion, everyone can do their own roles to save this planet. We will destroy our planet through our eating habit. Many reports show that meat industry have put a lot of distress to this environment. So, back to my background. As a building scientist, I'm trying to design building with very low or minimum energy. One of it is to cross out the use of mechanical ventilation. There I have to rely on our nature, our environment. But what can I do if the environment becoming worse and worse, hotter and hotter? Yeah. There is no solution except I have to use mechanical ventilation, which is very, very energy consuming. Now, who put the heat to the environment? Greenhouse gas effect. Who is the biggest contributor for the greenhouse gas? The meat industries. Meat eating habits mean poverty and violence. So we have to stop altogether if we want to save our planet and to keep our planets blue and beautiful. I hope this kind of beautiful and important seminar can be held sometimes in Indonesia because I believe that more and more Indonesians will be interested in this kind of topics and they can start playing their part. Thank you. Thank you, Professor. Please welcome our next guest speaker via video, Park Kwang Jun, Administrator of Gangwon Meteorological Administration in Korea this time. Good afternoon, distinguished participants and ladies and gentlemen. I would first like to congratulate you on the successful opening of the Solution for Beautiful Planet conference. As you know well, Global warming has become a great concern due to its impact, such as increase of meteorological disasters and the destruction of ecosystem. From this standpoint, I think it's timely for the Supreme West Qinghai International Association to organize this important conference in Thailand. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take this opportunity to inform you that Korean government put together a national strategy for addressing global warming issue, namely low carbon green growth, and then is trying to achieve 
not only new growth green, new growth engines, but also sustainable development. Under the national strategy, Korea Meteorological Administration, KMI work, has enhanced the role of monitoring, analysis, and the prediction of climate change, particularly focused on the research on adaptation of climate change. And KML has actively participated in the relevant international cooperation activities. In this regard, let me also inform you that KML will host the 32nd session of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change in Busan, Korea in 2010. In closing, I sincerely hope that you will have every success in your deliberations and you will have rewarding and enjoyable time. Thank you very much. Bravo to all of these countries who are doing such great things. On January the 15th, 2007, I believe it was, Dr. Rajendra Pachari, who is the chief of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change for the UN, came out publicly and told all of us that there are three things that we can do to halt global warming. Number one, don't eat meat. Number two, ride a bike. And number three, become a frugal shopper. In other words, consume less. Yeah. So our next guest speaker via video is Dr. Stephen Schneider, professor of the Interdisciplinary Environmental Studies at Stanford University. He's a lead author and works with the UN IPCC, or Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, fourth assessment. Welcome, Dr. Schneider. Hello, Bangkok, Thailand. My name is Stephen Schneider. I'm a professor here at Stanford University where I study the Earth's climate, how it changes, and what it means to us and how we might fix it. I welcome you to the Solutions for a Beautiful Planet Climate Change Conference and thank the organizers, Supreme Master Ching Hai International Association, for putting together the conference and also for the work that they do to make people aware of the significance of this issue. Scientists are very reluctant to want to talk about very complicated issues until they have a whole lot of confidence that what they know is very solid. Let's start with the Earth's temperature. It's now something like about three-quarters of a degree Celsius warmer than it was a century and a half ago. And this warming, according to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, is unequivocal. Unequivocal is not a typical word for scientists, so in this case they really mean it. And it's not just because the thermometers tell you the story. It's because it's consistent with 95% of the mountain glaciers in the world that are melting, including major glaciers that affect the rivers and a lot of other activities in Asia from the Tibetan Plateau. It also occurs because we know the sea levels are rising because as you heat the oceans, they expand. And in the last 20 years, at least, we've been melting Greenland at a faster rate than anybody predicted. And all the ice up there as it runs out into the oceans is also raising sea level. And if that continues or accelerates, as many people believe is possible, 
then we run a real risk of meters of sea level rise. The consequences are very clear. Meters of sea level rise would displace hundreds of millions of people in Asia alone. What else do we know? Well, we know that hurricanes have been more intense in the last 30 years than they were before, and we don't make hurricanes. But when you warm up the oceans, that gives them more power. They're going to get significantly intense in the 21st century if we keep on warming as we've been doing. So... This is very, very significant for Asia because with all the people that live in mega deltas and all those cities within a few meters of sea level, rising sea level and intensifying cyclones, which increases the storm surge and the flooding damage, is not good news when tens of millions of people every few years are moving into cities. They're literally moving into harm's way. So what happens half a world away from Asia in Greenland because of warming that's planetary in cause has a real impact right in Asia, as does the melting of the Tibetan Plateau, which will in the long term affect water supplies and in the short run causes flooding from the rapid melting. So these are very, very direct and important effects. What we're talking about now is if we're lucky and we really work very hard to try to control the pollution that's creating this problem, we'll warm up another one to two degrees. That's the best we can get. In other words, two to three times more than we already have. The worst looks like it's somewhere around four to six degrees over the next century. And that has many, many ecologists, people who work in agriculture, who worry about coastlines, who worry about fires, very, very worried and arguing strongly that this is a risk that we should not take with our planetary life support system. So this throws us into a big argument about how to do it and what's fair and what's efficient. But most of the talk has been focusing on carbon dioxide itself. But there's also methane, and methane comes from animal agriculture. It comes from landfills. It comes from leaky uh, natural gas installations, coal mines. And methane also needs to be controlled. Well, if a large amount of the methane comes from agriculture that deals with livestock, then it isn't simply a question of industrial producers. It's also a question of lifestyle, what kind of diets we choose as the developing countries get richer and they start to copycat the, uh, the rich countries through very large meat consumption. They will inevitably be increasing methane emissions in that process. So there are going to be a lot of changes, and those changes are unpleasant now to the next two or three degrees, and then they become more than unpleasant, potentially catastrophic if we start warming up more than three degrees. And we are on a pathway to warm up more than that, so we really have to act over the long term for our children, grandchildren, and all the rest of the species on this earth, which I think count too, and are currently quite threatened by the prospect of many degrees of warming because how can they move like they did from the Ice Age to the warm period when now they have factories, farms, freeways, and urban settlements to cross? So the IPCC said that there was a possibility of extinction of up to 40% of known species if we warm up more than 3 or 4 degrees C. So please, let's not take that chance. Thank you, Guido, guest speakers. From our program thus far, it is easy to see that we have a serious problem. Mother Earth is very sick, and she needs us to help her heal. 
How many of you would like to learn more about the solutions to help us solve this serious problem? Wonderful. How many of you would like to fix things so that your children and grandchildren and all children have a healthier planet to wish to live? The following global warming footage will provide you with the information mentioned above. Please enjoy the video presentation entitled Causes and Solutions to Global Warming. of evolutionary changes, Earth has been transformed into the beautiful planet it is today. From the morning sunlight sparkling on the jade blue water, to the rosy hue at dusk fading in the distant mountains. The wings of birds soaring majestically, flying home to their cozy nests. A day on Earth, so filled with lingering remembrances. Let us take a moment to still our minds. We become more in tune with the stream of life flowing around us. Can you hear the rhythmic soughing of the wind as it gently plays with the green leaves in the vast forests? Can you see the majesty of the immense mountain ranges? Can you feel the mysterious tranquility of the desert? And witness you not the endless prairies, the numerous species of exotic flowers and vegetation? Yet, the beauty of our planet Earth may become a thing of the past, a distant memory, once the devastation of global warming occurs on a much more catastrophic level. According to former U.S. President Bill Clinton, climate change is the only thing that I believe has the power to fundamentally end the march of civilization as we know it. Ice sheets in the Arctic, Antarctic, and Greenland are melting too rapidly. The resulting rising sea levels are beyond scientists' projections. It is heartbreaking to see the penguins, the polar bears. And seals gradually losing their habitats. What will happen to them now? Will they become extinct and only live on in history books, like the mammoths and dinosaurs of the past? Another alarming situation of similar magnitude that has developed as a result of the rising sea levels is the climate refugees crisis. Islands have been submerged. And more than 200 others are in danger of being submerged into the ocean. As a result, millions of residents on these islands have to flee their home to seek a safe haven elsewhere. Life becomes more and more desolate as the shortage of food, water. And the lack of housing 
is the heart-wrenching outlook. The accumulated greenhouse effects, the constantly changing climate that is causing instability in weather patterns, storms with strong intensity, floods, earthquakes, prolonged droughts, causes the lives of citizens worldwide to become more miserable. Human life is fragile in the face of such incalculable damages. The cause of global warming is determined by the perpetual production of three main types of gas that create the greenhouse effect: carbon dioxide or CO2, methane (CH4), which is 72 times more potent than carbon dioxide, averaged over 20 years, and nitrous oxide or N2O, which is 310 times more potent than carbon dioxide. The major source of these gases is from the livestock industry, as indicated by the United Nations FAO's report, Livestock's Long Shadow. About 36% of the methane dissolved in the atmosphere is primarily produced by the digestive process of ruminant animals, and 64% from their urine, which contributes significantly to the development of acid rain. Livestock farming creates 65% of nitrous oxide related to human activities, the majority of which comes from chemical fertilizers. Aside from the huge amount of greenhouse gases released, the livestock industry has also detrimentally impacted topsoil and water resources in many parts of the world. Currently. The livestock industry uses 30% of the Earth's surface primarily for long-term breeding farms, but it also accounts for another 33% of globally cultivated land used for producing animal feed. Vast tracts of forest have been destroyed to create grazing pastures for farm animals. For example. 70% of the forests in Latin America, such as the Amazon rainforest, have been turned into grazing pastures. Meanwhile, cattle herds trigger large-scale topsoil degradation. Approximately 20% of grazing pastures are degraded through extreme cattle herding, where the topsoil has hardened and eroded. This figure is even higher in dry regions, where permanent desertification has occurred. The raising of livestock is numbered among the industries that use a considerable amount of clean water, contributing to the water shortage problem on the planet. Seventy percent of the water resource is used for animal feed production. Other aspects of factory farming also cause water pollution, dead zones, and coral reef degradation. The major sources of pollution are from the runoffs of animal waste. Chemical fertilizers, antibiotics and hormones, chemicals from tanneries, and pesticides used for feed crops. Surely, we all dream of a better future for our planet. But what should we do to make that dream a reality? That is the responsibility of each and every one of us, as we are confronted with the ever-increasing threat of global warming. Be veg, plant trees, and go green.
These are the three main solutions to saving the planet. It is now critical for our planet to have a viable solution for a clean, sustainable source, which is provided to us in abundance by Mother Nature. Wind power, wave power, solar energy. Besides that, there are many activities that can save money, resources, energy, and bring much more benefit to the environment, such as public transportation, walking, biking, or carpooling to work, turning off high-energy-consuming devices when not in use, saving water, changing our lifestyle habits by living more frugally, and recycling. Our carbon footprint will be very light when we adopt these eco-friendly practices. The second effective solution to global warming is to plant trees. Trees have an important role in regulating the atmosphere, preserving water resources, absorbing carbon dioxide, and limiting soil erosion. To help repair and take good care of the Earth's lungs. We should preserve existing trees as well as plant new ones. Finally, the number one most effective solution can immediately stop 80% of global warming is the plant-based diet. It is a sustainable and most eco-friendly lifestyle, advocated by many people all over the world. Being veg considerably cuts down the amount of methane released by livestock, and thus reduces the effects of global warming. The water shortage problem can be solved. World hunger may be a thing of the past, and the air we breathe will be purer as the forests are replenished. Being veg is also beneficial to our health. The vegetarian or vegan diet promotes a harmonious coexistence with our animal co-inhabitants, who are our friends, helpers, and sometimes even saviors in many instances. Let us switch to a more plant-based diet, even better if it's organic vegan, because it's healthy, it's economic, it's ecological, it's compassionate, it's peaceful, it's noble. Let us envision and together build a bright future and preserve this beautiful planet for our children and their children. Let us treasure and save our only home before it's too late. Be veg, go green, plant trees, and do good deeds. We've just watched、uh, video footage、um, of the global warming、uh, situation, which is happening around the world, with consequences of catastrophic、uh, proportions. We also heard some wonderful solutions, and they're simple solutions. What follows now is you will have a chance to listen to lectures of scientists who are the pioneering experts who study climate change. Please、uh, welcome to the first lectures,、uh, Dr. Ad Ong Chumsai Na Ayutthaya. Dr. Ad Ong Chumsai Na Ayutthaya is a vegetarian, member of Thai Parliament, former NASA scientist, engineer, and educator.
Dr. Adong Chunsai Na Ayutthaya is also a scientist and engineer from Thailand who helped design and develop the first successful landing device for NASA Waikiki Space Project to Mars, and is director of the Satya Sai School. So, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I won't uh, repeat everything that we have already heard, but just something to stress the problem, the crisis that we have on our hands is about gas methane. You know, in the, the northern part, in the North Pole area, we now find a lot of this methane coming up through the ice, because ice is melting and disappearing, and methane is now coming up through the ice. And as you know, methane is much worse than gas carbon dioxide for global warming. So this is a very important uh, problem that we have to take care of, because it's going to speed up the global warming. The temperature will go up much more quickly in the next three years or so. So this is one thing that we have to watch out. And now let's look at our beautiful planet. You can see that it is beautiful, it's blue in color. Unlike other planets, uh, ours is the most beautiful one in space and it contains a lot of water. But when ice melts, when the ice in the Greenland, in the Antarctic, in the Himalayas, in the Andes, and other mountains melt, they all flow into the ocean. And because our world is a water planet, especially around the Pacific area. It's a huge ocean. And when we look from the moon, it covers almost half the area of the world. So when you have an increase in the weight, increase in the water, there'll be more weight on one side than on the other. And our earth is rotating in space. And suddenly, you have more weight on one side than on the other, then you, you cannot have uh, like a top turning around on its axis anymore. It will start to wobble. So that's a big problem for our Earth right now, that we have more weight on one side than the other because of the melting of the ice we have more water in the ocean, and so more weight in the Pacific area than on the other side of the world. So, in order for the Earth to survive, it can do two things. We are living on Earth plates. Thailand here is part of the Eurasian plate, okay, consisting of Europe and Asia, except for India, Okay, we are on a big plate. And you know, plates are floating on 
some liquid inner uh, core of our earth and so it can move fairly easily and it has been moving uh, since oh many many years ago 250 million years ago it started to move and it kept on moving well the earth plates are likely to move more quickly now this is what scientists have found out that the Eurasian plate is now moving towards the Pacific Ocean and the Pacific plate is also moving towards the Eurasian plate. So right now on the edge where the, the two plates are joining, it's starting to push on each other. And this is going to create a lot of problem for those living along the Pacific Rim because there's a big movement going on in the earth plates now. And it will create uh, not only a lot of earthquakes, uh, big tsunamis will start uh, from the Philippine side, for example, and this will create tsunami coming into the Gulf of Thailand. We've never had anything like that before, but now there is a possibility that this will take place. And, of course, wherever you have the joint of the earth plates, you're going to have more earthquakes. And uh, if we look to the eastern side next to United States, you see the area which they call most active rift zone. Okay, the most active rift zone is where the plates are separating. That's a big problem for all of us. Around Thailand, along the Andaman Sea, we have a joint of the plates, and therefore that's where we had the big tsunami that killed so many people um, in many, many countries in the past. So we need to do something about it very quickly. And as you all said, we can do it. Okay, We have to do it, and we can do it. So I just want to show you how we are doing it. Where I'm working, uh, I work at the Satyasai School in Lobbury Province, uh, to 200 kilometers north of uh, Bangkok. Okay, we are doing something about it. We are growing our own vegetables because we need to be sustainable. And if we uh, use animals, it takes several years before they, they are grown up. But with vegetables, only a few months. We can get uh, food to eat. So all of us, 350 children, 40 teachers, and 50 staff members, we are all vegetarian. We have gone vegetarian. So our children grow their own vegetables. All kinds of vegetables are available in our school. And we grow fruit trees everywhere. And not only fruit trees, we grow trees all over the school. We have already grown some 200,000 trees in our own school. And we go and grow our own rice. 
Many people say that rice will also create methane. But only if you keep things that will rot in the field, then it will create methane. So we are very careful about what we do. Um, and so we do not create much methane as a result of our growing rice. So all of our children, they go into the field, they're very happy, they can live outside in the good surrounding. So you see the whole school, 350 children, we go into the rice field, we grow our own rice, and we grow our own vegetables, a lot of it. And not only that, we reduce gas carbon dioxide emission by producing our own energy. This is a machine for producing biodiesel. We make it from vegetable oils, use vegetable oils, and we uh, produce biodiesel from it. So you can see it's quite clear, and we use it 100% in our trucks in the school. Uh, and we've been using it for the past two years with no problems to the engine. There is a building, and on top of the building, you see two types of energy. One is solar cells, photovoltaic cells that will produce electricity, and the other one is the wind turbine, where we produce electricity from the wind as well. So there is the locally made in Thailand. It costs less than $200 uh, to put up uh, that, about two kilowatts of power. And these solar cells, we power the whole building that you saw just now, as well as lighting along the roads during the night. We store the energy in the battery, and then at night time we draw out the energy and change it to AC current. And here, because we have some waste from the kitchen, uh, we are boarding school with about 450 people eating there. So what we do is we, we recycle everything. We use this machine to uh, ferment the waste, produce biogas, and then that is reused in our kitchen to cook. Uh, actually, this is given to us by the Ministry of Energy in Thailand. Uh, and now we are experimenting with um, garbage. Uh, we use garbage to produce electricity. So we are recycling garbage now. We don't waste anything, we don't burn it, uh, otherwise it'll produce black smoke. Instead, we use a gasifier to draw out the gas, and that will help uh, in our production of electricity, and it does not produce any pollution. What remains become fertilizer, which we can then use in our fields again. And we produce all kinds of products for our own use whether it's shampoo, uh, washing powder, and all, all the rest. We don't uh, use any chemicals. We try to use our own products. And we recycle everything, including our water. We don't throw anything away, okay? The water is recycled and reused all the time. And so I just want to stress that vegetarianism is the way. Uh, and you can see many famous people already... Uh, have been vegetarians like Pythagoras, Einstein, Newton, 
uh, and so many other people, they've always been vegetarian. When you look at carnivores, you can see their skeleton, you can see big fangs that you use to kill other animals, and the teeth behind, they're all sharp. In fact, they don't chew the food, they just swallow everything. Let's look at the uh, vegetarian eating animals. And you can see that the teeth are quite different. The meat eater is on the left, and on the right is our own teeth. Uh, we don't have the same teeth as the, uh, the, the meat eaters, okay? We are vegetarian. We have to chew the food, just as the cows, they chew the food um, to uh, make sure that it becomes uh, digestible in our mouth. And the digestive process starts in our mouth. And when we look at the intestines, we find that uh, for vegetarian, we have very long intestines. In fact, it's about nine times the length of our body, uh, whereas the meat eaters, they're only three times the length of their body. And the reason is because if you have a plate of meat and a plate of vegetables, after three or four hours, the meat will start to rot, will go bad, but the vegetables will last until the next day. It will not go bad. So in that case, we can draw out all the good food from our intestines, okay, because we have very long one. So our own intestines is more suitable for vegetables, not for meat. And you can see the lifespan of people. Eskimos, they don't have vegetables. Their lifespan is only 27.5 years. Whereas the Hansas, the Otomi tribe in Mexico and Pakistan, their lifespan is over 110 years. So uh, medical doctor, Sir Robert McGarrison, he said about the Hansas in Pakistan, I never saw a case of appendicitis or colitis or cancer amongst these people. And here is a group of Howard uh, doctors and scientists, they went to a village uh, in Ecuador. The villagers were pure vegetarian. And again, they found most of them reached the age of over 100 years. And this is a study in America of 50,000 vegetarians. And they found that they live longer, have significantly lower incidence of heart disease and low rate of cancer as compared with uh, meat eating Americans. And Dr. Kellogg said, it's nice to eat a meal and not have to worry about what your food may have died of. Because you can see chicken flu virus, mad cow disease, Nipah virus, and all kinds of problems with animals. And when you look at the protein, you can see when you compare soy milk powdered, contains 41.8% protein. Whereas Chicken and lamb, only 18 or 16 percent uh, protein. So we actually get more protein from soybeans and other vegetables. And this is the problem that uh, create global warming. You need 17 times more land to get the same amount of protein when you compare livestock and soybean. Okay, you need eight times more water to raise animals versus growing vegetables and grains. And when you feed grains to the animals, as you do in the United States, for example, 
you only get back 10% of the calories and the protein of livestock when you eat meat. So you're wasting a lot of good food. This is the solution to world starvation. We know that many people are dying every day. Children are dying because they lack food. Okay, You see that 80 to 90% of all grain grown in America is used to feed meat animals. So when you reduce meat production by 10% only, you would release enough grain to feed 60 million people. Okay, just reducing 10%. And if people would consume only 50% of the meat they normally eat, we could release enough food to feed the entire developing world. So become a vegetarian, and we can save the lives of so many people. We will have enough food for the whole world. Okay? And United Nations Secretary General Kurt Waldheim said the food consumption of the rich countries is the key cause of hunger around the world. So I just want to leave these thoughts with you. Let us be vegetarian. Let us do whatever we can, wherever we are, to reduce global warming. Thank you very much. Our sincere thanks uh, to you, Doctor, for a very inspiring uh, presentation. Our next lecture is um, Mr. Enu Sushuan, Senior Executive Vice President of the Bank of Agriculture and Agricultural Cooperatives. Please welcome Mr. Enu Sushuan. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I myself feel very honored to be here with you all. First of all, I would like to tell you something in brief about the Bank for Agriculture and Agricultural Cooperative. Our objective is provide agricultural credit to the farmers and also the agricultural cooperatives. But in 2006, we have changed our position from the Bank for Agricultural Credit to the Bank for Rural Development that we can provide any financial services and management service to anyone in the rural area. The other service that we serve is the marketing support for our farmer customer and also the social welfare for farmer, for poor farmer in rural areas also. This is the BAC driving framework in this fiscal year 2009 about the global warming. BAC as the bank supervised credit, so we have to provide the appropriate technology to our customer how to avoid the global warming. We have also the project that we call One Million Customer, Nine Million Tree for the King. And we have the project to encourage all the energy saving, electricity 
water supply, and anything else. For the farmers, we also promote our customers to do the sustainable agriculture, such as the organic farming. For our officers, about 14,000 officers throughout country, we also serve them the healthy food. Even in our head office, we have the vegetarian food for their own choice, and also all the food in the, our cafeteria would be food safety. And for physical health for our officers, we have the exercise group, sport group, stretching every day, and also have contestants of Mr. and Mrs. Good Health. For the mental health, we have the counselor in the bank and also provide them the training for meditation also. Because we are the agricultural credit bank, so what concern for the climate change with agriculture? We concern. This is the world carbon reservoir. You can see that the most proportion of the carbon reserve is in the fossil fuel. Second is soil. The third is atmosphere. And last is forest. Now, it was changing for the carbon balance that you can see that now is causing many effects to our atmosphere. From the fossil fuel combustion, from the land use, and also in the agricultural intensification that causing carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide. The, for the heat trapping ability, you can see that agriculture contributes to 30% of greenhouse gas emission. If the carbon dioxide is baseline of the class, the greenhouse effect, one unit of carbon dioxide is equal one. Methane is 21 times, and nitrous oxide is 310 times of carbon dioxide. This is the greenhouse effect in conventional agriculture that from the chemical fertilizer, they're causing of carbon dioxide, nitrous oxide, and in the plantation, also causing the methane, carbon dioxide, and nitrous oxide, and also the wastewater that containing synthetic fertilizers. Also for the livestock area, the claim that we are planting to feed the livestock also lost 90% of its original energy. One serving of beef equal to over 1,200 gallons of water use. 20% of all global warming causing emissions come from animals. So, raising animals as livestock is one of the greatest contributors to climate change. This is my proposal for the solution for our beautiful planet. If we can, we must focus on the organic food, non-GMO, no chemical fertilizers, and less meat or vegetarian diet.
This is the first thing that we have to do. We must focus on alternative energy, waste to energy, and also the community power plant and the biogas, solar energy, and the last is wind energy. For the forest, we will focus on the planting tree, especially now we have the new project, what we call tree banks, that will encourage all the community to growing tree, and they can repay money by planting tree also. Thank you. Our sincere thanks to Mr. Anu Shushwan for providing those profound insights for us today. ก็เข้าใจว่าเกี่ยวกับเรื่องแบบเกี่ยวกันเผาน้ํามันการใช้กระทําส่งใช่มั้ยทีนี้มาวันนี้ก็ได้ทราบแนวคิดแปลกๆ
vào trong cái công cuộc trọng lại cái việc hâm nóng toàn cầu này và mình phải thay đổi cái lối sống thay đổi cái cách quan niệm và chuyển từ ăn thịt qua ăn chay dạng nói nè dạng hãy thúc đẩy chơi cần lơ lơ đi tuổi lo còn nha tối nay thao lo mua để lo phát lát lư khay mà lồn lồn mới đây có lơ lơ tuổi lo còn khóc khổ lo còn nha các con lấy máy con lấy mờ có con lấy nói nè sao mà sẽ chơi hay Tôi thấy đây là một cái hội thảo tổ chức rất là hoành tráng à, Một cái cảm nhận thứ hai là về cái chuyên đề Chuyên đề của hội thảo tức là giải pháp cho một cái sức khỏe toàn cầu Đây là một cái chủ đề rất là nóng bỏng, rất là thời sự Và đáp ứng đúng cái tình hình hiện nay mà mọi con người chúng ta sống trên cái địa cầu này đều phải quan tâm đến